Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, and I got another review for you. Another Warner Brothers animation review. This is kind of kind of hot this week, especially coming off a of DC fandom. But let's talk a little bit about Deathstroke, Knights, and Dragons. Listen, there's no Batman in this. There's no Teen Titans. It's all Deathstroke. So in this new Warner Brothers D DC animated film, we get an updated origin story for Deathstroke the Terminator, okay? The heavily armed assassin that gained popularity from his position as a nemesis to the Teen Titans and Batman. Also, he was the template for everyone's favorite merc with a mouth, Deadpool. You know, it was a parody of such. It is what it is. I guess, you know, I'll never know the story from the horse's mouth. Just the stuff I read on the internet. Because Deadpool's creator, Rob Liefeld, you know, he blocked me on Twitter. So, I don't think I could ever reach out to him to get a, uh, you know, get a 100% thing of that on, you know, from the horse's mouth. So it is what it is. Screw him. So now, listen, the official synopsis of Deathstroke Knights and Dragons is this. Deathstroke Knights and Dragons offers a new take on the Deathstroke legacy. Mercenary and master assassin Slade Wilson led to lies. One as the relentless killer known as Deathstroke, and the other as a dedicated family man. Hmm. Okay, so when these two worlds collide, forced together by the vicious terror group known as Hive, it is the killer and Slade who must fight to save his loved ones, as well as what remains of himself. With his soul torn apart and his young son held captive, Deathstroke will have to atone for the sins of his past to fuel the battles of his future. That's deep. That's real deep. And it's also a bunch of crap. And let me tell you, and this is why I'm going to get on this a little bit. Let's take it from the top. This is definitely an Elseworlds type of story because Deathstroke is portrayed more of a noble individual than I remember from the comic book. I mean, this comic book villain is turned anti-hero is something I got mixed feelings about as I've seen this change happen over the years, okay? Deathstroke is a mercenary. They got that part covered. They got that part correct. But my introduction to the character was very questionable. And in the past, it wasn't as noble or heroic as they're making it seem. I would invite everybody to go ahead, go online, find copies of the original Teen Titans from the 1980s and read the storyline called The Judas Contract. I would also invite everyone to watch the last Warner Brothers animated film called Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. Okay, so you could get an actual feel of the true dynamic of the character and how he really was created and portrayed during that time. Okay, so here's the deal. Exploring what could be called an origin story. This animated film takes liberties with Deathstroke's original family dynamic to make big differences from the comic. And, you know, some people could call it subtle. I call it big. They've omitted his oldest son, Grant, a.k.a. the Ravager. And he was an important part of Deathstroke's origin because the thing is, is he died attempting to assassinate the Teen Titan, okay? Because he took a contract from Hive, 
went to assassinate the Teen Titans, failed, died, okay? He had a knockoff version of Deathstroke's formula, which made him stronger, faster, all that good stuff. And the thing about it, you know, he wasn't up to the task, but Deathstroke blamed the Teen Titans for his son's death. And that's where that animosity was created. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. They jump in this film to focus on his younger two children, first being Joseph, a.k.a. the superhero known as Jericho, okay, in the comic books. They got his origin pretty much accurate as far as the dynamics. Kidnapped, throat slit, powers emerge. Hmm. Seems pretty seems pretty straightforward. Then they also kind of added the more popular character, his daughter Rose, aka Ravager, again. I think she's like the fifth Ravager in comic book continuity. But, you know, they they kind of mixed a lot of things. They took pieces of his origin and history and made what they wanted out of it. And I can understand that. You do that when you make movies and videos and things like that. But the good part about this film, setting aside the continuity errors or what people could call, you know, the the artistic license. I think that's better than saying continuity. Artistic license, you know, that we know of the character's history it's a good, solid story they put together for this animated feature. It actually makes him out to be a flawed, and I use the term loosely, hero, okay? Much in the light of, like, the Punisher. That's pretty cool. I kill people, but I only kill bad people. That's kind of how it feels, all right? The bad part is pretty much what I just said. They changed his origin, and before people get on my case about trying to keep things from being updated for modern times. This is a character whose history would not fly in modern society. He was a pedophile. Read the Judas contract, okay? And this is making him out to be a damn anti-hero, you know? I like my bad guys to be, for lack of a better term, evil. I want them to be bad guys. I want to hate the villain. I want to hate the villain to the core. I don't want him to be a noble soul. I don't want him to be even close. I don't even want him to be redeemable. The difference between Deathstroke and a character with similar motivations as a mercenary. So let's take Marvel's Taskmaster. Okay. Deathstroke had a thing for kids, man. And it wasn't in a healthy way. He constantly fought the Teen Titans. He had an affair with a younger female superhero, teamed up with her to take down the Teen Titans. And was a horrible dad to three kids. I mean, how bad of a character can you get? But I'm not going to go ahead and just dig in all that. I just want to tell you, to judge this story on composition and animation alone, it gets a three out of five from your boy. I really wasn't impressed, and Warner Brothers Animation could do so much better after what they have given us for the past few years with the Justice League and the Batman films over the past, you know, what, the past 10 films or whatever it was. I, I can't, I can't really stomach this. So take this or leave it. If you're a Deathstroke fan, read the books, reevaluate, check out the film. If you just want to see a superhero cartoon film like I did at first, just to see how they go with this, 
it is what it is. I mean, the action scenes were pretty cool. I mean, Deathstroke seemed a little OP to me, but hey, it is what it is. But anyway, peace, y'all, and I'm out of here.